You're listening to Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny. Nick is the CEO of Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny and the 2019 Greeley Chamber Ambassador of the Year. Nick's Snacks also touches on local and global issues through Nick's perspective, offering unique insights into the world's happenings. Prepare to learn something new in this thought-provoking and entertaining show. Hello, listeners. You're listening to Nick Snacks with Alyssa on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Micah behind the glass. Hello, Alyssa. Hello. How did you start it last week when I wasn't here? Oh, Micah did it, actually, because I was feeling a little bit nervous. Oh. So thank you, Micah. I, I did it very incompetently. But oh. it got started, so. It, it did. Interesting. I don't even know if chair. I said Midtown Greeley. I know I said the frequency. That's good. I don't know if I said uh, Aloe Fiber Studios. I have to remember that, too, so it's all good. Another week in the books. It's true. We're just getting close. It's starting to feel more and more like fall every... Like, I feel like the equinox happened, and then suddenly it was fall. Like, the leaves are changing. I did a, I did a PSA a few weeks ago on, on my Facebook. Um, and I've been, find us and like us, too. We might have a giveaway tonight. Ooh. Depends how nice I'm feeling. Um <laughs> But you know it's uh, the time I'll, of the I'll year, take it, whatever where, it is, where the uh, the the batteries are all chirping because the smoke detectors mm-hmm. are, whatever. And I sure use reusable batteries. So anyway, yep, it's that time of year it of sure the chirping is. Yep. and trying to find your batteries and making sure they're either charged or. Oh, God, I hate it. It's also the time of year with uh, the bugs. They start to come inside because it's getting a little bit chilly at night. So lots of spiders and. Those well, kinds of that's things. why you're not supposed to commit crimes. If you commit crimes, then law enforcement is going to bug your house. Oh. But if you don't commit a crime, then they won't bug your house. And they won't bug inside your home. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, you're welcome. I'll stop committing crimes now. Then you guys can all leave my house. I'll, uh, you're welcome. I just <laughs> I just you, saved you a lot of trouble. <laughs> thank you. I bugs, appreciate it. I haven't seen too many new bugs in the house. No, maybe your cats. No. Are your cats killers? No, they're what? idiots. They just play with things. I mean, I love them. Don't get me wrong. Yes. Uh, but, you know, I, when I lived in Loveland, this really old farmhouse that was over mm-hmm. 100 years old, tiny, there was a black widow infestation in the basement <gasps> that they discovered. Ooh. But there's also these giant grass spiders that would get in my house. I'm not a big fan of spiders. Are they the... I what are grass spiders? They're the ones that are in the, the grass. They're they're huge. They almost look like wolf spiders, just less hairy. They're very long. Oh, um, are those daddy long legs? No. Oh, nope. These are full bodied, terrifying spiders. Anyway, they'd be inside. You mostly see them in grass, like when oh, you're okay. cutting the lawn and stuff. Like but, I do that all the time. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, my house was infested by them. You know, and then black widows in the basement. And I had a cat. We just, you know, what's the number one deterrent for? Spiders have a cat. I'm like, well, this is useless because well, they would just play with them, damage them a little bit, you know, do that little quick mm-hmm. with their paw. I think that, honestly, though, because would you want your cat to eat a black widow? Okay, that no. wasn't a black widow. I didn't see them. Oh, okay. The exterminators <laughs> did. I hated that house. Oh. I hated it. It was it was lonely and scary in the tiniest kitchen you'd ever did see. Ooh. But it was, you know, a hundred plus year old farmhouse. That uh, That's cool, though. It was it was okay. Was it haunted? No. 
But there was this really cool original furnace from like 1909 or something, maybe 1907, because um, my heat had not gone 1908, out. though. No, screw 1908. <laughs> um, but my my heated gone out on New Year's Day of oh. all days. So I had, I mean, it was freezing, absolutely freezing in that house. Oh, no. Um, my washing machine, since it was so cold in that house, um, would freeze up because I couldn't do laundry. What? It was... That's terrible. Burr. Yeah. I get, well, my window broke last year, so I mm. I have a taste of that when oatmeal jumped out the window and... Yeah, that whole saga. Um. It's um, you know, I volunteer in the national park, and fall is about I don't know, at least the the color changes that hasn't mm-hmm. happened yet. I'm starting to see some trees down here turn. Even in the mountains, they haven't started turning yet, and I'm afraid really? since it's so late, I'm going to get up there next week for my shift, and all the the beautiful golden aspens will I won't I will have missed them because it happens quickly up uh, up at elevation. It does. I mean, I feel like it. Fall is the most fleeting season, in my opinion, especially here. I, I hear that in the Midwest there are, like, these beautiful, long autumns and the leaves, like, really mull over their change. But I feel like here you get, like, two weeks it's, and then— If that. I know, and then it gets cold and— The fall—I oh, grew up in the Midwest, and, boy, you'd have so many colors from those giant trees, you know, maple trees. Mm. I mean— just they're not the trees we have out here, you know, in Colorado. Yeah, but. we don't have old trees like that. They're old, but they're not they're not quite as I mean they're beautiful in different ways. Our 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 other seasons are unparalleled, but Yeah. Before you'd get the oranges, the deep reds, the purples, the maroons, the yellows. Um fall was and I, I want to go to the East Coast so badly sometime. But I think you have to kind of do that. You can't just schedule it because you could be off by a week or two mm-hmm. in either direction. And uh, I think it just has to be something you, all right, well, at a moment's notice, I'm going to go up to Delaware and New Hampshire. And that would be a trip someday. That would be awesome. A nice hmm. fall okay. fall trip. Oh, thank you, Micah. <laughs> I want to lop off your finger, Micah. That wasn't me. <laughs> That was you, Nick. Clearly, oh, yes. you were Clearly. interrupting her, and that's rude. It is rude. I, uh, I just, I fall. I love fall, but I don't want it yet. I know. What, what do you think about people who call fall autumn? Love it. Class. I think that's great. Classy. Day class A. It is very classy. I think it's, yeah. That, I, what do I have you to think? say, that really annoys me. Why? Uh, I think autumn is a good time for change, to let things go. As yes. the trees, although I'm not ready for the bare trees, that thing, I just feel like everything's a lot more visible. And, you know, even my backyard, I got three okay sized trees, you know, for how long the house has been there. But it's a nice barrier and separation between my neighbors. Mm-hmm. And when all the leaves are gone, and from my rose bushes that I trim back, and, um, you know, the lilacs and stuff, it's just so barren and empty. And, I mean, I don't really care. I'm not. Not much of a private person. Everything's set to public on my social media, and mm-hmm. I'm not shy <laughs> at all. How, um, and how often have you gotten in trouble for saying something on social media? Uh, not very often. Yeah. I'm incredibly careful. I'm going to go back on your social media and, and oh, my God. try to cancel you. <laughs> Fair good, enough. Good luck. You said something negative about the Broncos? I did on Canceled. the nerd show. Whoa! I, oh, you better watch true. out. I enjoyed that loss this weekend. I Cancel thought it was culture. Yeah, but Go Broncos. Yeah. I'm a. I don't know. I just don't want winter. Last winter was rough. It was a <sighs> long, long winter, and I feel like now I, I, I finally have some time to, you know, 
you you go you complained about winter, Nick. I had to walk in it when it was like negative twelve and windy, and people were calling me, and they're like. Yeah, hey, I know it's really cold outside, but you want to ride? And I'm, I'm, I'm outside right now. Oh. I'm halfway to work. You know, I did a lot of cold walks this past winter, too. I just, I don't know why. I just went on a lot of walks when it was extremely cold. And now I think I have a different, I'm trying to appreciate all the seasons as they come. Because it's such a, if you only like summer, which is me, it's such a bummer. Summer is a bummer. Not well. I, so hot. This is my favorite time of year because I like the crispness in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this. Uh, you know, it's similar to when spring happens, but somehow the the sunshine in spring just doesn't really feel real. You mm-hmm. know, it's that it's a lot to me colder now. It's still warm, eighty degrees right now, but you know, it gets down to the forties at night, which is amazing. But it heats up a lot quicker, I think. Mm-hmm. In the springtime, it just seems to have a little bit um, of well, lag, and it's defrost. kind of deceptive. It's like a deceptive warmth. But you know, maybe now that's it's... why so many people get that uh, depression around springtime. What is it? Seasonal, seasonal affective, affective disorder. Yeah, mm-hmm. it used to be called seasonal mood disorder, and then they changed it so they could call it sad. Well, it's aptly named. I think so. <laughs> yes. But I would name it something more fun. We've got a, oh. a lunar eclipse coming up October fourteenth. Th- I yes. just saw that on the social. Oh, we need to talk about the 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 space. Remember, we do. The, we uh, do the, the whole drop off. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. We'll do that next segment. Yes, because there's also going to be another eclipse on the twenty eighth. So the eclipses come in twos. What? So yes. So there's a uh, there. Did you say a lunar eclipse on the fourteenth, and then on the twenty eighth will be a solar eclipse. Interesting. I know. Isn't that isn't that neat? Those are both days that the Greeley Philharmonic Orchestra has concerts. Is that an omen? It, well, it is because one of the full moons is in Taurus and then one is in Libra. And everybody that works there is either a Taurus or a Libra, which is fun. But then we those should are rename. Also, uh, I know I've made this joke before, but we should rename Libra to Aptos. That's a good suggestion, Micah. I'll work on it. Me and the in, astrological. Internet search Aptos. Right now? Nope. No, I'm just I'm just suggesting it. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Oh, and that's those are the signs that also rule art and beauty. So it's a ah. cool it's a cool little I don't know. Feels. It wasn't planned this way. It no. just kinda happened to fall yeah. during those, which, which I is think awesome. is neat. Yes. It's better than being like a week off, like, well, we didn't see that coming. I know, though it's funny because I'm it's Friday the thirteenth that I will have rehearsal, so and I'm such a that's such a holiday that I would personally celebrate, especially there's a Taylor Swift movie coming out. But so you're not one of those those people who's afraid of it. Do I seem like I would be afraid of that, Micah? Uh, half and <laughs> Given half. Given my general freakiness. Well, half half and half. Like, you're very superstitious because yes. you believe in I'm that. I'm a little the, stitious. Yeah, but you, I love that line. Thank you. You're, you're, you believe in the religion of... The calendar, the moon affects who you are as a person. Planets, yep. Yeah, but you also seem to be like a little more down to earth than the hippie people who believe in that. That's so. I don't see you. you as much as someone who's like Friday the Thirteenth. I must stay home because bad things are going to happen. No, it's a it's a party. I think I, it sounds even fun. though Friday the thirteenth happened like it what in the seventeen hundreds, sixteen hundreds? It's happened almost it happens any times every year, Friday. Yeah. yeah. It's because it's a well, I mean, like the reason why Friday the thirteenth oh, become know. an 
became an unlucky number. Hmm. Eh, Thank I you, France. Blame humans. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, we yes, right, invented the calendar, so yeah. That's fair. That's well, the rapture was supposed to happen last week. Christians were calling for the rapture that didn't happen. Darn uh, it. When, when, I think that when was Saturday. Aren't, when aren't cultists – like there, there are cultists everywhere. Do you remember the comet people from like 20 years ago? And then the, there were like comet people in the 70s and then probably comet people before who were like, oh, there's, there's, the rapture is going to be happening at this time. Bring it. I'm ready. Yeah, me too. Let's see what happens. Well, we got to discuss uh, some cool space stuff from last week. We'll get to uh, some astrology things, recapping yes. an awesome event Alyssa and I participated in this past weekend and what other, whatever other topics of discussion pop into our heads. <laughs> Indeed. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. More Nick Snacks. Rapture's happening in the commercial break. Welcome back to Nick Snacks. Here on 1310 and 103.1. I said that backwards. Now I'm all confused. (laughs) In the Aloe Fiber Studios. You said that forwards, and that's important, too. Oh, yeah. So uh, this past weekend, um, a sample from asteroid Bennu um, was dropped off, and scientists are studying it. Now, this is a significant asteroid that I'm surprised was the first time I'm learning about this um, because it has a high likelihood of hitting Earth in about 130 years. What? All right. Um, I'm game. So this past Sunday, the 24th, they collected a one-kilogram sample of space dust and pebbles, um, landed in the Great Salt Lake Desert in Utah. Oh, how cool. It's been traveling at 28,000 miles per hour for three years since it was collected. Wow. I mean, it's just, I mean, a vastness of space, you know, it's incredible. Um, but in exactly... 159 years, Venue may strike Earth with so much force that continents could divide. And now it's not as large as what wiped out the dinosaurs. Speaking of comet people. Um, <laughs> exactly. That uh, it could break apart continents depending where it hits. Wow. Um, the risk of this happening is 1 in 2,700. I mean, so it's still pretty low, but as far it's as... It's pretty high, though, too. I mean, it's very high for... Yeah, here's some other stats. Hitting Earth. <laughs> Which continent, if it's going to hit, would you like it to get rid of? Oh. Russia. I think that's pretty easy. Well, Russia's in two continents, so do you want it to destroy nope. Asia Russia. or Europe? We're gonna take out Russia. <laughs> Just Russia. Just Russia. <laughs> no, but there are plenty of innocent people in Russia. Well, they have an idiot leader, and you know what? They can overthrow him anytime they want, or at least try to, but they won't. So this is uh, the original calculation, 1 in 1750, mm-hmm. so it's now up in 1 in 2700, the risk of this happening. But here are some other stats of very unlikely scenarios. Um, it's almost twice as likely to happen as somebody finding a four-leaf clover. That's 1 in 5,000 is a chance to find a four-leaf clover. Oh, Those exist. Wow. Or five times as likely as someone being struck by lightning, which is 1 in 15,300. And I know somebody who's been struck by lightning. Me too. Twice. Whoa. And they're still alive. Do My they work at the still park alive service? Too. They do. They do yeah, work. Yeah, I figure there was a guy who worked at a park service, I don't know where, who's been struck by lightning nine times. Oh, jeez. Wow. That is just electrifying. <laughs> so uh, this, if this asteroid hits Earth in 159 years, we'll probably all be dead, either man-inflicted or 
just old age. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's one twentieth the size of the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs. It wouldn't destroy Earth or even life on it, but uh, it would leave a crater four miles wide. Wow. And knock down nearby cities. I don't. I mean, that you think like knock down? Who wrote this? Like I'd yeah. li- I knocked down my blocks this weekend. I mean, I would have liked the word like pulverized or demolish. Yeah. But uh, eliminate. This is, this is interesting. So why they kind of collected this sample from Bennu uh, was to try to see the composition of the asteroid, um, you know, for when it flies by in 2135. Um, and in case they need to, try to find ways for mankind to help maybe redirect its course if it is still slated to hit Earth. Oh, wow. Interesting. But they have to know the makeup and... Um, yeah, it's like uh, it reminds me of Armageddon when they land on compressed iron ferrite and they couldn't drill to put the nuke in. And oh, what a what a humans are crazy that we're going to just try to redirect it. But may- like, maybe. why not? Why not? It's possible. Why maybe. not? Give it a I go. Mean, uh, our technology would have to improve uh-huh. a lot. How to change the path of an asteroid? We need to understand exactly the composition of such asteroids if we are to deflect them out of harm's way and where to future. hit it. Because you don't want to hit it. Would you want to hit it in the soft spot? Because you don't want to. You don't want whatever missile you fire to break through that soft spot. But you do want to maybe break part of it, and hopefully that part of it will push. So this is a. Uh, mm. uh, you know, some things can alter the trajectory of an asteroid. I mean, mm-hmm. it's space. There's no gravity or friction or anything. So. I think that's what's so amazing is we can be so pinpoint accurate with calculations made in space, as long as we're, you know, using the proper metric system or U.S. system, because that's cost billions of dollars. The right calculator. Um, The sun frequently burps gas into space, and that can actually affect the orbit of an asteroid. Um, So it's difficult to say what will happen with certainty down the road. But if things don't look good for Earth in 2135... Scientists will have just under 50 years to deflect the asteroid. Wow. Because that's when it passes again, 50 years. So uh, I think they'll have much more accurate calculations, you know, 100 plus years from now. But That's so exciting. That's so interesting. I love that. Earth news. Space news. I love space. I think it's incredible. I do, too. It's interesting. It's, It's so, like, it's just so old. It's so old, and that's so cool. It makes us look young. I love that. <laughs> uh, I like in the Mighty Ducks 2 movie how they're describing the Earth and um, you know how old it is comparatively and then also how young the United States is. Mm-hmm. And in the history of humankind, the U.S. is just a teenager, barely. Yeah, barely. Oh, no, we're not, we're not even – we're a baby in the history of humankind. <laughs> Well, as far as even, civilizations even the, go, yeah. like even the British Empire, the British Empire is a a five year old. No, teenagers, they're adults, they're teenagers even. Um, they're also trying to discover, you know, through the analysis of these samples, how the solar system and Earth formed. Um, they don't think it'll contain any biological metal, uh, material. Sorry, um, but I'm 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 kind of stoked to see. What they can discover. Tune I back hope it in has, in 100 years and we'll have more. I hope it has vibranium. Meanwhile, black holes are tearing through space-time much quicker than scientists thought. That was from BBC Science Focus magazine. Oh, gosh. We should be alarmed. Should we? Yes. I don't know. Those are 
Anyhow. And according to, like, BBC, their version of the animal planet, orcas are freaky crazy. Call back to a few shows ago. And smart. They are smart. Wow. And evil. There's so much unknown. This is just fascinating. (laughs) It does. It is interesting. I mean, you know, again, going back to the math and the brilliance behind these scientists, this this spacecraft is traveling at 28,000 miles an hour. And they can just, you know, I just assume it's like a mail room where they just shot this thing out of a tube and knew where it was going to land. Yeah, that's impressive just, of them. I mean, can you imagine? I can even, when I had a paper out as a kid, riding my bicycle like 13 miles an hour and tossing a newspaper was wildly unpredictable. And here at 28,000 miles per hour, they get this thing to land exactly where they want it to. That's, yeah, that's pretty impressive. I'm eager to see what happens, though I I will not be here for it. But I'll well, be watching over like a ghost, so well, I'll be haunting Earth. Maybe. Who knows what we'll be. We I just know. talked on the Nerd Show about how we might have chips implanted in us by the end of the decade. Some um, technology higher-ups in industries feel for us uh, to have instant access to the Internet, to knowledge, to power, we don't to pass. We don't need that. I will pass. I don't Me know. Too. I think it. I'm. I'm okay with that. I'm I'll, okay with other people doing it. I think that's awesome. But I barely. I like wish that I didn't even have a phone. So I don't need a chip. Same here. I don't even use a laptop. But I think for other people that's great. I'm just like an old person. Yeah. You know? No disagreement there. Yeah. I mean. But airport security. How would that go? Probably a lot more quick. <laughs> Check your Google history as you go through. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Scan. I don't know. This will be uh, next. Black Mirror episode. Real life. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. We'll be living it. Stay tuned for more of Nick Snacks. We'll be right back after uh, after this break. Welcome back to Nick Snacks with Alyssa. Hey. <laughs> We've got an exciting weekend uh, this weekend. Another action-packed events in downtown Greeley. Yes. Not Midtown, but downtown. We've got the Colorado Grit returning for another homestand. Um, if you don't know yet, I am the MC of the Colorado Grit, and uh, this is their second homestand from their inaugural season. They have yet to win a game at home, but their record is 4-5. and five. They've been doing pretty well um and recently just beat the defending champions in their league so oh, wow this is uh this is awesome i'm excited for friday night and saturday afternoon um we also have Oktoberfest, Oktoberfest downtown which is always enjoyable i almost got authentic later hosen this year what i have my family history um goes back to like austria and germany bavaria really mm-hmm. and i was tempted very tempted it's not inexpensive to um to get some real lederhosen, but I I did not. Do you know why it's inexpensive? Because it looks really stupid. It's it's not inexpensive. I like. Oh, it's expensive. Yes. Oh, so it's expensive to look stupid. I think it's awesome. I think it's cool too. I'll admit, like Michael, that's the judgment of people that is the reason we're all so mean and nasty to each other. That's true, and also that's true. He says. I would I would wear a kilt, so maybe I should shut up with my opinions because. Kilts are kind of weird, too. That they are. I mean, I could still get it by Thursday. 
Lederhosen. Genuine leather, authentic German Lederhosen. It could be cool. I I mean, it was just... Made in China. <laughs> but do I want to host the Grit Games wearing Lederhosen when I'm on the ice? Yes. Oh, please do. And yes, Alyssa, do. Alyssa, show up and take pictures. Oh, I... And then post yep. them on Nick's p- Facebook page. <laughs> it's public. He'll love that. Yes. All right. It's a good plan, Micah. U.S. waist. What's my waist size? That I, that I couldn't tell you. Oh, this is just a... Uh, oh, it just comes with the later hosen part. I need the whole, like, the Get whole up. kit and capoodle, you know? Yes. Are you actually shopping for it now? I am. Boy. No, I, I'm pretty sure that no one has ever shopped for leader hosen. I'm going to call it leader hosen because I always have on live radio. Well, technically, it's not live radio. Somebody on radio, has, period. It's close enough. It's a bold claim to say that no one's ever shopped for that on radio. I feel like somebody has somewhere out there. Okay, well, you know, this many, is going to be like $300. I don't want to. I can't do that. How many people are unabashedly proud of their later hosen history? I mean, I would be. I've got Bavarian blood running through my veins. <laughs> Again, uh, I should I should qualify this. Uh, this is coming from someone who would wear a kilt. My great-great-great-some-grandfather was a burgomeister in a small town in Austria, which oh, wow. I think is either a band leader or a mayor. Interesting. Which or someone is who funny burps. because of my past career in music and Your current my career. political ambitions. So, yes. you know, who knows? Maybe it's it's just fitting that, hey, I've got band blood, band leader blood in me or mayoral blood. I don't know. But Definitely blood, though. You've got blood in you for I, sure. That is confirmed. Yes. But the question is, is it red or is it like me? Orange blood. Whoa. I don't no think so. <laughs> so anyway, that's, that's my that's news. Exa- that's Saturday. Our weekend gets kickstarted with a full moon on Friday in Aries. So that's exciting. What does that mean? Aries is a really energetic sign. It's like it's lively. They're very. I'm an Aries. Yes, exactly. They're spontaneous, but they're full of passion. Like, they never do anything half. So when full moon in Aries, it's just, it's almost going to be, I think, overwhelming. Full moons are a time to reflect on what has happened this past cycle of the moon and kind of everything that has served you, everything that hasn't. And I think with this Aries full moon, it's going to be a lot of us feeling almost overwhelmed with all that we have done and all that we haven't that we want to what we want to accomplish and i think it's a good time to reflect but i think it's it's important to try to not overdo it because aries sometimes can overdo it like burnout is something that i see in aries more than i feel like i see in any other sign so it's just a good start to the weekend but don't don't dwell on it too much. This is not a, not a full moon to do anything crazy for. I feel like you're just talking to me, Alyssa. No, I know a lot of Aries. Don't worry, you're not you're not the only one. I love an Aries. They're they're fun. They're totally the people you want to do stuff with. But you have to be careful with them because they'll like anything can become an Aries passion if you like sell it enough. I mean, yeah. That's yep. Yes, that's Nick. accurate. I know. <laughs> Nick, so uh, my my house needs a cleaning. Nick, you oh. know what's great? My house needs a cleaning. Boy, does it need a cl- What do you think, Alyssa? Do you think you <laughs> should clean my house? Yeah, I'm not passionate about that. Not yet, anyway. I'm not even passionate about cleaning my own dang house. No? Yeah, yeah don't. 
Uh, she said she said Aries people can be passionate. They can be talked into things. See, I don't believe that. You don't have like a method and a system and a playlist and a like a whole thing when you clean your house. Nope. What? That's surprising to me. Even I have that and I have like I mean, I minimal. have to go on Spotify and find a house cleaning playlist if I do decide to do things, but you there know, you go. It's, it's been like last weekend. Mm. Um the kids were out of town mm-hmm. for a um for an away game. And I finally had an opportunity. I'm like, okay, good. Because normally they'll do their laundry almost every day because hockey yeah. gear smells terrible. Um, and, you know, they're from all over the country. So they didn't bring a lot to pack. So I was like, well, I'm never home long enough to do a full load of laundry. But, oh, my gosh, I busted out probably four loads that day. Nice. I ironed about 25 shirts. I had nice. maybe one shirt left in my in my closet to <laughs> to wear and yeah, that was a good day. I think I was listening to podcasts that day, though. I'm not a podcast listener, personally. Like, Are you a podcast watcher? No. <laughs> TV, you mean? Um, well, no. If, if the you have kind of like us, three of us behind microphones, and on Spotify, it's audio. Mm. On YouTube, it's video. Would you do that? Mm, no, but I'm just I'm I feel like I'm just discovering really the potential of YouTube currently. So I'm I'm really into these <laughs> deep dive videos like Jenny Nicholson does one on the Vampire Diaries that I really like. There's one on an amusement park. I'm I'm liking those like long form content like 3 hour long. No, no, I don't I don't have that time. I'm like it's just good background noise. 5 to 10 minutes. And if I'm watching something if it's there's visuals, I have to sit down and watch it. I can't mm. I can't have something on that's visually stimulating like I can't have a TV episode on and try to clean the house because I want to sit down and watch it. No matter if I've seen it once or 100 times. Um that's why I like podcasts because I can take those with me and I can do housework and yard work with them. Mm. The one I'm listening to now, and I think I've talked about it before, it's called Dead Eyes. And it's this guy who auditioned for a small role in Band of Brothers over 20 years ago. And Tom Hanks fired him for having dead eyes. Oh, Um, That's what he was told. And so I'm in season three now of him trying to just understand what it meant and um, does he really have dead eyes. But he's connecting with all these incredible people that have fantastic stories and Mm -hmm. journeys and obstacles um, on his path to get Tom Hanks. And I I don't know if he gets him or not, but I would love that Tom Hanks actually appears on the show. Wow, that's cool. That's That sounds like an interesting an interesting podcast. I don't even know how to like where to find like, I guess I, I listen to like, a, I don't know. I don't even know how I found that yeah. either. How do you? Because there's so many podcasts about just about everything you could imagine. Maybe it was a recommendation. That's how I get to some of my podcasts. YouTube and and those people who think that YouTube is like you know oh they're you know they're evil and stuff I mean yeah they they probably do some bad stuff but like they show me the stuff that I kind of want to see mm-hmm. so like I'm if I am watching a history podcast I'm going to get a lot more history in the suggestions because it behooves them to have me stay on YouTube a lot longer. The so, algorithm. Yeah, the real. algorithm actually works I enjoy, for me and for them. I enjoy Kunk on Earth. Oh, that's oh, one of my guilty pleasures right oh. now of, uh, of her documentaries, mockumentaries, really. Um, yeah, so those are two recommendations. I enjoy Dead Eyes, but I don't know what I'm going to do next when I finish that podcast. Hmm. But do I'll, something I'll history. be sure to share. Yes, please do. All right, stay tuned. More Nick Snacks. We'll be right back after this break. 
You're listening to Nick Snacks 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. I got it right. Nice. My brain isn't jumbled. Gold star. Something like that. Yep. I, uh... Oh, I lost my train of thought. Uh-oh. We're doing back-to-back recordings today, so at this point, especially after a long day, um, long week, long month, it just seems like it's been long. It does. Fall always feels like the like culmination. It's right before the end of the year, and winter's so fast. It's so slow, but it's so fast. And I think winter is so dread. It comes so fast, or it is so fast? It. It go. I do think it it goes by quickly. It comes quickly. Like there's all the holidays, and then but then you're left with like two more dreaded months of oh, it's cold. like three. Yeah, my favorite. I have two. You know, we live close to the foothills of the mountains. I love being able to look west and seeing the mountains. There's just something it's like safe and secure about it. But I have two two times a year which are my absolute favorite, and we're days away from that happening. Maybe a week. I don't know. But it's when you know, the mountains are shrouded in clouds for a day or two. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of gloomy and it's like uh, kind of, you know, just yucky. It's fine down here, you know. It's just not, you know, blue sky in the mountains right to our west. But then when, the you know, that first morning where it's blue sky, sunshine, you look to the mountains and snow-capped. Uh, I love that too. And it only happens once a year where it goes from, you know, the gray that we've been seeing the last, you know, couple months of summer because there's snow up there most of the time for you know, the, the the taller peaks and elevations. Um, but we haven't had, oh, it's just something to see that blanket of white snow. It's just uh, awesome. My other favorite time, mm-hmm. which happens more frequently, is there's a certain time in dusk where you don't really get the three dimensions of the mountains. It just looks like a two-dimensional just sketch of, yes. you know, the orange sky, the purple sky. Um, you know, the mountains just uh, kind of shadowed there. That's one of my favorite times at night. I was just talking about that yesterday. The with the trees, I I do like when the trees lose their leaves because Ugh. you get. But it's really interesting. I feel like it makes every like sunset like an X-ray, and then you can just see like the bones of it so well because they're you know blacked out except for the sunset behind them, and it's it's super cool in my opinion. But it's just sad to me. We've got to find the silver linings of each season. Each season deserves. There's, you know, there's, it's all good. It is. I just am not ready for winter. I know, but I'm ready. Like, there's so much good about it. I love the holidays. I'm, I'm ready for that. I know people would hate me for saying that, but I like it. Nope. It's just, I feel more stressed than I have ever before. Yeah, this is, yeah, I I agree with you. (laughs) It's been a year. It has been a year. It's been, I think, I think it's, I always come back to, you know, the pandemic and I think... Everything is different. And I also, I, I became an adult. So everything, of course, is different <laughs> for me. But I, it's so interesting. Everything is feels so different. And really, I don't think anybody struck the balance of weighing our priorities again post that crazy event that we all went through. I uh, was chatting with a buddy of mine. Uh, he lives back in Indiana, but, you know, there is so much good that came from the pandemic mm-hmm. of, you know, the remote working. You know, he's yes. able to help pick up the kids and still be on a call with work. Um, you know, I can stay in touch with my family a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, we have you know, something I was reading about the other day, and I know I had. I don't have it as much anymore, but meeting fatigue. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are some companies right now, hundreds of them across the country, actually, who are testing the four-day work week. 
And already statistics are showing stuff we already knew when Europe's done this for years. We're just a little slow to the party and think we're eh, we'll take credit for it. But, mm-hmm. you know, the productivity is a lot higher because people have that extra day to enjoy. You know, and I'm looking, God, by now, by Friday nights, I'm exhausted. Saturday is trying to recover from the week. Sunday is trying to prepare for the week. Right. You really don't get it depending on how high energy or I guess how overly committed you are to things like yes. I am. Um you know, time to really recover. So they're trying this. And one thing that they noticed, you know, the production is is higher, even out of just 32 hours a week from employees. Um, they're a lot happier. The job retention is a lot higher. Um, so you're attracting even better employees because they want to work in that kind of healthy environment. But also what they recognized, and I don't think it was kind of part of this trial, was trimming back on meetings, especially unnecessary meetings. Oh, yes. And I feel like, especially in my past career, that people just meet to meet to say, I mean, just... Yes, people love to be heard. People love to be heard. And that's okay, but I don't really want to be the one listening, so... (laughs) And, I mean, sometimes they are very important and necessary, but boy, they just are time suckers and... Most of the time, you don't accomplish as much as you add more to people's plates. And then, you know, you're just more behind and then feel the need to meet even more frequently to see, uh, you know, those status updates. So one thing I'm enjoying, I mean, I have a lot of continuing education. I have, you know, seminars and meetings almost every week, but it's very relevant to what I'm doing Mm -hmm. in my career and very structured. And I'm just absorbing so much information. Mm -hmm. I struggle with that, too. I think, I don't know, working in the... Maybe every field is like this, but working in the arts especially, it's so close to people's hearts that, of course, they want to talk about it. Of course you do. Unfortunately, the people that do it for work are not going to be the ones that want to talk to you about it because I already, like, I got, I'm busy. I got to, I got to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why really... Ben Barnhart ran out of here. <laughs> oh, did he? Well. No. Uh, when, when he came in here to record commercials. He's always on the go, that, that he Ben. He is. <laughs> But he came in to record commercials, and I could not – I realized I could not shut up about music. Good. Yeah. I, I just love music except for, like, rap, country, and mariachi. That's – well, that's sad for you, Micah. But, yeah, <laughs> music's – it's awesome. It's such a – it's such a connector to, like, everything. And I think plenty of musicians feel that, this way. But, it, like, when you do it your whole life, it ends up giving you almost everything you've got, which is interesting. It is uh, until it, your arms fall like off. Like you said, and the you passions no play. <laughs> and um, it's and it's so many moving parts too. Yes. I mean, it takes an army, and everyone does need to be informed so they know what's happening at all times. Mm-hmm. It's you know there are many necessary meetings and just checkpoints along the way, but I don't I don't miss that part. Yeah, I, I don't I don't doubt that you do. <laughs> I we had a. Um, I want to give a shout out to all the visitors I had in the National Park the other night. It was one of the busiest nights I'd ever worked in 10 years. Oh, wow. Um, follow me on social media if you want to. I, I like to tell stories, but um, I was managing six lanes of traffic until law enforcement got there 40 minutes later. Thank God I was like in tip-top mental form that day because, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, just trying to manage several lanes that are going full speed, you know, and turn and, you know, the zipper effect trying to get cars in because of the, the – timing and the checkpoint things in the park oh my gosh got relieved of that and got you know by myself because we were understaffed uh, to just a disaster of of elk 
jams. Um, but I went in, and I, I mean, the visitors were all great. No one nearly gave me any grief, and a lot oh, of times good. they do. But there was a moment. I was back and forth across the road with you know this herd kind of split, and this bull. I have never been so close to a bull elk. <gasps> One running across the road. Oh, that's a bunch of bull. I'm trying to position people, you know, to have a vehicle in between them. But it's hard when there's elk on both sides and they move really quickly. So, oh, my gosh. I mean, just the people were fantastic. It was some of the best visitors I've ever experienced. You know, of course, they're frustrated. They can't get closer. You know, they want those quality shots. But um, they were they were awesome. Although that bull came around and it was one of the scariest moments oh. I've had up there. Well, if, if I, I have to say this. So... If they want a quality shot, get a better gun. So, uh, but but the place I was before, you know, we had too much elk activity, not enough volunteers. We also had moose and bear and other things going on in areas of the park. But there are uh, we call them tourons, moron tourists. Oh, uh, and they're yeah. a fantastic group to follow on Facebook. Um, but got charged by one of the bulls. <gasps> Oh, geez. I don't understand people. Don't approach the wildlife. But to those who are there, thank you for being, you know, in my area, wonderful visitors. I, I think some people should approach the wildlife. No, because then they'll have to get put down if they attack a human. Micah? No, no. Just nope. they, don't take nope. advice from Micah. No, Please don't. Put them down. This has been Nick's Snacks. And then make the nope. make dinner. Oh, my God. Help me. I just... Don't know what to do. Alyssa, wrap us up. This is Nick Snacks. Thank you for joining us. And that's our cutoff. <laughs> Go Broncos.